Welcome back to the Young Woman Flourish podcast. I'm your host, Shania Cherie. I am super, super excited, y'all, to get into this week's episode. And this week, we're, we're doing it a little old school. Like, no co-hosts, no guests this week, but it's just you and me. So I'm super, super excited about this week's episode because it's going to be something a little bit more interpersonal. Um, it'll be something a lot more of a personal encounter with a God and our feelings, a little bit of sitting in it, like we discussed on last week's episode. As you can read by the title, it is called I Am Tired. And so before we get started, instead of our normal scripture of the day, I would love for us to pray. So if you don't mind joining me in prayer for a second. Heavenly Father, God, we come to you. God, we just ask right now that you enter into our rooms, our cars, our homes, Father God, whatever it is, wherever it is that we may be listening, Father God, wherever it is that we may be sitting, God, that we ask that you enter into, that your word says that even if two should gather, that you'd be in the midst, Father God. So God, we ask right now that you gather, that even though we're in different places physically, that spiritually you connect us, Father God. God, I pray that you begin to allow your presence to move, your glory to be on high, Father God. And God, I pray that whatever it is that the individual who is listening to this needs to hear, Father God, that they hear it, that they receive it, that they get it, Father God. God, I pray that this word, that this message, if it just touches one, God, that one is touched. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, so I am tired. The thing that's very interesting is we're, we're just going to jump right into it. We're going to jump right into the episode. But something that I found very interesting about this week's episode is typically God would place into me many different pieces that goes into the episode, many different things that um, needs to be hit on, conversation topics and everything. But this week, it was very, very minimal. It was, I am tired. And this episode is not for the perfect people. It's not for the people that are like, oh, my life is good. It's great. It's glamorous. I'm not struggling. I'm not dealing with different things. But this episode is for the person whose smile is becoming a little bit fake. This episode is for the person that when everyone leaves, all the noise is quieted out. When you're alone, you're crying. This episode is for the person who is like, God, I'm trying to reach perfection, but for some reason I can't quite grasp it. This episode is for the person who is slowly drowning in a sea of their emotions and they can't quite name the emotions that they're feeling. This is for you, the non-perfect person. This is for you, the person that is constantly pouring and you're like, God, I'm starting not to get anything back. This is for you. This is for me. I want you to know that you're not alone in your imperfect world. And uh, God just really placed on me. Be, let's let's just be transparent for a moment. First and foremost, let's be transparent because that's what we do here with Young Woman Flourish. We are transparent because we're family. So this was this past week, last week was a very 
long, rough, draining week. Everything was so like back to back to back. It was always something that needed to be done. It was always something that I had to do that I had to show up for and not just show up. Like you've ever had just a a moment in life where you constantly had to show up and you didn't just have to show up, but you had to show up and um, like be smiling and be interactive and be like loud and, and just just active and you had to be everything that you did not have at the moment. Mm. I feel that for somebody, you're constantly having to show up and be everything that you don't have. At the moment, it's like, I have to be happy, fruitful, giving, and all these different things. And I got, God, I just feel like I don't have that on me right now. Like, I'm checking pockets. Like, God, I don't have smiling on me right now. I don't have good energy on me right now. God, all I have to give to people is just, literally, just, that's all I have to give. And so that was last week for me. It was a very draining week, but I kept showing up, kept being obedient to God and doing what that what I needed to do. And then, and then as coming into this week, it's, Still, I still was feeling the the feelings of last week, just the, the draining, the tired, the God, I don't have enough. And when you start to have this feeling of I don't have enough, it starts to flow into God. Am I enough? Jesus. It, it really begins to, to now build. It's like this snowball effect, like this small little snowball, this small little ball of snow. It once was, okay... I don't have enough for this. Okay. Something else. Okay. I don't have enough for this. Okay. I'm starting to feel very empty, very depleted. And now it's this big snowball. Next thing you know, and it's going from, I don't have enough to I'm not enough. Just because you lack in resources does not determine your value. God. Ooh. Okay. I'm getting excited because God is, God is about to start moving. Tap in. God's about to start moving. Just because you lack in resources does not mean that it, it, it equates to your value. And I know I told y'all I love my school's model, find a way or make one. But because it really sits with something in me that's like, I'm going to work with what I got. God is saying, I'm a God that works with what you got. I don't need you to come to me, oh God, I hear you. There is someone who is listening right now, and your issue, your struggle in this journey of your in this time period of your transformation journey of going from who you are not to who you are called to be. The thing that is that is keeping you stuck is because your issue with saying, God, I can't come to you, I can't turn to you right now because I don't have enough for you to work with. You're sitting here trying to scramble and make everything look perfect for when God enters the room. But God is saying, I want to come into your room while it's messy. You don't. Oh, God, I hear you. Prime example. It's like um, my my two of my friends. Um, every time I'm coming over or coming into their room or anything like that, every time I come to their apartment, it's always like scrambling. I can like see them scrambling in front of me and they're like, oh, wait, hold on. You know, my room's not clean or this is not clean. And they're like scrambling to move things. And when I walk in, I'm like, baby, I've been seeing some messes and this ain't one of them. Like, 
And I'm like, and I've had some messes. So, and I, and, but you know what else? Even when it is messy, God, I hear you allow me to say it, how you're giving it to me. Even when I go into their room, the first thing I see is not the mess. I'm not worried or flustered or like, oh my goodness, their room is messy because I love them. Like, I don't care what comes with it. I'm not going to just say, yo, I'm not going to be your friend no more because your room is messy. And God is saying, that's my love for you, daughter. That's my love for you, son, that I don't need you to be perfect. I'm okay when your life is still messy. I don't want you to fix your life and then come get me. That's what I'm here. That's what I'm here for. I want you to come to me while your life is messy because I clean up messes. And, and guess what? When you do it by yourself, sometimes you begin to throw out things and clean up things that don't need to leave. But if you'd let me in the room, I'd begin to show you the beauty in the mess. Oh, God. I'd begin to show you the beauty in what you once thought was ugly. I'd show you that you can still live a life that isn't perfection. That I'm, I'm, I'm here for progression over perfection. As long as you're progressing with me in this life, as long as you're willing to continually evolve and flourish and grow in life, that's all I need from you. I don't need you to break your back to reach perfection. And so, and God just began to say like, because that's what, that's what we struggle for. We're struggling for constantly trying to get everything to make it perfect. To make it look presentable enough. God is saying, I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to judge you while you're in your mess. I want to offer you a hand and pick you up out of it. And so I realized that that's where the root of a lot of frustration is coming from. When you're so tired and you're constantly pouring out and not getting poured into the root of your frustration is now like, okay, I went from not having enough or a lack of resources, and now I feel like I am not enough. So now this becomes an internal problem. So now my insecurities are beginning to show. And now I'm starting to feel like I'm the problem. And then when you begin to think you're the problem, now you're starting to get into your head and talking you out of opportunities. Listen to me so clearly. The devil is a liar. The devil has been defeated. He has no authority nor power over your mind, over your life, over your destiny, over your purpose. You have already been predestined. It has already been determined that you are it. You are chosen. What? God had to hit me with the, why are you, you out here living life like you trying to be chosen? You are chosen. You've already been chosen. Act like it. Move according to. Move like you've already been chosen. Because when I've already been chosen, I no longer have to worry about being enough. I am enough. I am. Walking into a life of I am. I need you to let go of I was because you're no longer that person. I need you to let go of I can't. I am not Live in I am. I am. I am chosen. I am ordained. I am anointed. I am beautiful. I am. Walk in that. 
And as I was going through that process of, of understanding that I don't have to worry about what I lack in because I am enough. Me showing up as me is enough. And when I realized that, you know, you still have your moments of just still feeling depleted. And so on my, on my prayer call, as you guys know, I do a prayer call at the beginning of the week. And on my prayer call, God knows I did not want to pray this week. Like, I just was like, you know what, God, I'm still feeling depleted from the end of last week. And I'm just not really feeling like encouraging. I'm not feeling like enough to show up, to show up for these women that are on the prayer call that that expect me to show up every day. Oh, God, you've ever been you've ever felt like you can't live up to the expectations of what people seek from you. I know I'm gonna let that sit because I know that just that just was something for somebody. You feel like you can't live up to the expectations of what people seek from you and not just people, but people that are like close to the chest, people that are like that you love, that you care about their opinions and you feel like, God, I can't live up to those expectations. And I felt like since I feel like I can't live up to the expectations, why show up? Because now you have to really start. I'm in a season where I'm really starting to ask myself the why behind my actions. Like, what is the motive here? Why don't I want to pray this week? Okay, the truth behind me not wanting to pray is because I don't feel like I can show up and not only exceed, but meet the expectations of these women. Because before when I've showed up, God, I had a boost. I might have had a boost from a Sunday sermon, but I had a boost because I felt refreshed after my Sunday. But God, for some reason, I'm, I'm feeling still depleted. I don't feel energized. I don't feel enough. I just, we're, we're going to break this spirit of not feeling enough. Oh God, we're coming against the spirit of not feeling enough. You are enough. I was like, God, I don't want to show up. And these are supposed to be my sisters in faith. My, my sisters who, who cover me, who I cover, like we get each other. And so God's like, oh yeah, you, you ain't talking to me talking about we ain't finna do this prayer call. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I have to show up. I have to show up. And as I'm sitting here thinking about just not being enough, I had this overwhelming wave that just hit me immediately about how God is going to work it out. Stop worrying about what I lack in and understand that God is going to work it out, especially when you know in the end that God will work it out. It's just kind of like. God, why do I choose to wait in, in frustration? Why do I choose to wait in sadness? Why do I choose to wait in, in anger or in doubt? When in the end, you're going to work it out. I want to wait the good way. I want to wait happy. You ever, you ever um, have a moment where, I don't know if anybody else is like this, but this is me because I've always been that, I always grew up as that kid that was just like, um, when something 
Like when something bad would happen or not something bad. Okay, let me rephrase that. Okay, so I was definitely that child and that teenager growing up. I was very cautious. I thought about everything before like doing it. And so like you ever did something that you thought that you'd get in trouble for low-key, like you low-key knew that you would get in trouble for. And during the process, there are those who will live their best life during the process of doing what they're doing because they like if i'm gonna get in trouble yolo like i might as well have fun why why make this a bad experience and get in trouble afterwards like i might as well have fun and then just take that l at the end um or even if it's just like okay prime example when the uh, was it the pandemic no so there was a snowstorm that happened um i'm from chicago so which y'all know but like if you're in the city, you know, like when we used to get those really bad snowstorms because our winter don't be coming to play. Um, there was a snowstorm that had happened. And so school had got canceled for like a day. Right. And uh, um, and, you know, when school get canceled in CPS school systems, God is good because they will have us go to school through hell, sleet, um everything okay they're they're gonna have us go to school through everything they're gonna be like get on them buses get in them cars and keep it pushing so school had got canceled for like a day then it had like started storming again and so they didn't say that school was going to be canceled yet for like some more days but it was insinuated like on the news like i remember we kept the news on in a house like trying to figure out okay are we gonna have school are we gonna have school and so at this time my sister had um graduated high school and i was still in high school um and so um i had wanted to go with her to because she was about to go like to like the cab to go see my cousin and so if you're from chicago you know that's like a few hours away so she was about to drive out to go see my cousin and stay over there for like a day or two. So everybody had these inklings that school was going to be canceled for like two more days, but they did not give us the final say. So like CPS is not going to call you until like the morning of or something like to tell you that school is canceled. So I remember having this like this anxious feeling when I was in the car with my sister because I made the executive decision to just go with her. And I'm like thinking like, oh, my gosh, what if they say that school isn't canceled and they're actually making us go to school? Like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be in the cab. Like, how am I going to get to school? I know I was I was lame. I was lame because everybody else probably like I probably would have been thinking I am out. So then I remember having this moment in the car where I was just like yellow like like a mat like what if school is canceled and you just spent half of your time worrying about school not being canceled like why are you stressing over what ifs oh god i hear where you trying to go the power of what ifs are so strong so many of us are living life in discomfort and anxiety and turmoil like literally internally you're in turmoil because you're always so anxious because you're worried about the what if you are living your life in what if you have to let go of what if literally the trauma of what if will hold you bound to what was and not allow you to walk into what is because you're so bound to the trauma of what if I was constantly going over and over in my mind, what if? And it wasn't the good what ifs. It was all bad what ifs. And so I had a moment where I'm like, 
even if school is canceled or if school isn't canceled, during the waiting stage of finding out what, what is to come, oh God, I hear you. During the waiting stage of finding out what is to come, why not, why not wait a good way? Why not be happy during this time? Why not be productive during this time? Why not be fruitful? Why not pray? Why not? God is asking, what are you doing in your waiting? When you wait, what are you doing? And so I had to like have a moment of that. Like, I want to I wanna change how I wait. And so that's how I look at things now in the process of waiting. Like, I want to change how I wait. So when I was sitting, um, going on my way home, getting ready for the prayer call, and I was still frustrated and depleted from last week and then new stuff for this week started coming up. And I'm just like, God, like I'm empty. And God asked me, how are you waiting? How are you waiting on your we- on your refill, daughter? How are you waiting to get filled up? And I was like, God, well, right now I'm not waiting good. I had to be honest right now. I am waiting with doubt, with sadness, with frustration. And I had to realize when you choose to wait like that, God, it's, it's almost as if you're telling God, like, I don't believe that it'll get done. And I was like, okay, I have to wait different. So you know what? Even in the midst of me being frustrated or my circumstances feeling like they are crowding me right now and I have no answer because that's what was so frustrating about the waiting. That's what was so frustrating about me being tired was that I didn't have an answer. Mm. I did not have an answer to my problems. I did not have an answer to my circumstance. I did not have an answer for me. You ever have an answer for everybody else's situation, for everybody else's problems and circumstances, for everybody else's encouragement? You had an answer, but you didn't have an answer for yourself. That's where I was at. And I didn't have an answer. And so I chose to wait discouraged. I chose to wait frustrated. And God said, how are you waiting? And that's when I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, God, you're right. Let me let me stop cutting up. Let me wait differently. And uh, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to pray. I don't feel like it, but I'm going to pray. And even in the acknowledgement of that, I still was a little I still was drained. I still felt like I had nothing left to give. And I'm like, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I don't have the words. Like my heart. I felt like. I was suffocating. In my own. Pressures. Like I felt like the pressure that I was putting on myself, the pressure that I felt was coming from the outside, I was suffocating in it. And I was so tired and I didn't know how to say, God, I need help and I'm supposed to be helping others. How do you do that? And so I was like, okay, God, but I don't even know how I'm still gonna show up in the prayer call. And God is like, just show up. And so I just showed up and I asked my sister, I'm like, okay, can you, can you lead us off in prayer today? Because I don't quite 
I don't quite have it right now. And I didn't really have to even ask for much. I just like, can you lead us in prayer? And my sister's like, yeah, you know, I got it. And so um, my sister's a very like mellow prayer in the beginning. Like she's just like very like calm and chill and mellow as she goes in. And so I remember just saying, God, I need to sit with you. So normally I stand when I pray, but oh God, I hear you. I had to sit with him. So I sat down on my floor, my bedroom floor, and I sat down crisscross applesauce. Yes, I had to take it back to the olden days. I sat down crisscross applesauce. And as I begin to say that to you, I hear God saying that, you may have to change your form in your waiting. How I, how I normally entered into God's presence during my prayers, I would be standing, walking around. I am, I am a loud prayer most of the time. I am very headfirst into it. And this time, I had to enter it very soft because I was in a fragile state. So many of us are used to entering into things so head on, so heavy, and so just forceful. Like, I'm here, I'm in the room, so loud. And I had to enter into God's presence on Monday, soft, because I was in a fragile state. I had to enter into it sitting, because I'm like, God, I need you. I don't know what it is I need you for right now, but I need you. And I had to enter it in a different form. And so, oh God, I hear, God is saying, oh God, and this is for you, you'll know it when you hear it. God is saying, change your form. Change the way that you change your approach, change it. Oh God, I hear that. Change your form, change your approach. So as, I, as I'm as i sitting there, y'all, my sister could barely get out the first word. It's just like, God. And I just immediately began to bawl. Like I immediately began to cry. Like when I tell y'all I was, and I haven't had a good cry like this in a minute. I was crying so hard y'all. Like there was a puddle of tears on my floor. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce and my tears are like flowing and they're dropping, just making a puddle on the floor. And I'm crying so heavy, so loud. And I'm just like, God, hear my tears. As my sister's praying, I'm just like, God, hear my tears, hear my heart. God, give me strength. God, give me strength. And as I'm saying these things, my sister knows how to give me. See, I'm, I grew up in church. I am. It don't take much to get me excited. Like, I'm like an old soul deep down. I don't know about y'all, but like deep down inside, I'm an old soul. So like, it don't take much for me to get excited. What? My sister said, thank you, God. What? I, I was ready to cut up in that in this room crying. So now I'm on a flow. Like, 
I have spent moments where I could just go for an hour. Just thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Because the memory. Oh, God. So as I'm sitting here and I'm saying, thank you, God. Mind you, I'm, I'm very depleted. I'm saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I'm crying. And the enemy messed up. Because the enemy. He came into the room and he asked me, why are you thanking him? You have had a rough week. You have been pouring and pouring and pouring and you you ain't been pouring into yet. Why are you thankful? He met, he didn't ask the wrong person that question. I had to you because now you just made me remember why I'm thankful because all it takes is a memory. One, I'm not where I once was, but I the my immediate response to why am I thankful was God is good. God is good. God is so good. God is so good, y'all. Like, and that was just the sentence. God is good. There's so much weight to that one sentence that God is good. And I was able to sit there in that space and realize that like God is good. And as I'm sitting there and I'm, and I'm thinking and, and I'm thinking about how good God is, I'm just crying and I'm shouting out, God, you are so good. And God begins to pour into me that, oh, God, Jesus, he begins to pour into me and he begins to say, that is the foundation. That is the foundation of where you get your strength. You're asking me, God, build my strength. You get your strength from my goodness. You get the glory from my goodness. God is good, period. God is good. Some of you need to start telling your circumstances that God is good. Girl, why don't you look like what you keep telling us you've been through? God is good. Girl, why are you so happy and you just got bad news yesterday? God is good. God is good. So that's how I can sit in my waiting. That's how I can sit in it and still look this good because God is good. I can sit in waiting and not worry about the trauma of the what if in the outcome because God is good. That is my answer. God, I hear you. I was sitting here like, God, I don't have the answer to my circumstances, to my problems. And God was saying that. What? God is good. That's the answer right there because you know that no matter what the outcome is, it'll work out for my good, for my glory, because God is good. So so why wouldn't the outcome be good? Why wouldn't it be fruitful? God is good. I'm here to tell you that though you are tired, God is good. You are you are getting poured into that you do have the strength. You can push through this. You don't have to reach perfection. Change your destination. You are trying to reach perfection that you can't focus on the progression in your journey. That you're so worried about, God, I got to reach here. God, I got to get to here. God, I got to show up with this. God is saying, stop worrying about what you show up in, what you show up with, and who you oh, God, and who you show up with. But you have to worry about, God, I'm just going to show up. So many of you are worrying about the who, what, when, and where that you've forgotten to show up itself. But if you just show up, I give you something. If you just show up, I show out. If you, oh, I'm getting excited. If you just show up, if you just show up.
God is good. God is good. Let me tell you how good he is. God is so good. I've been so busy running around. I couldn't even prepare for an episode this week. I had nothing. And then I woke up this morning and I'm like, God, I'm supposed to be obedient this season. And I'm I'm trying to be obedient. And it's Wednesday and I got to post something. And, and for the podcast, and God says, show up. Show up. I said, that's cute, God. I love it. I am rooting for it. But show up with what? God said, you going to miss showing up because you're worried about getting the what? Show up. All I'll give you is I am tired. That's all God gave me. As soon as I woke up, God said, I am tired. And I thought God was trying to be funny because I'm like, that's what I've been telling God for the past two weeks, basically, is I am tired. And, and God was like, that's your title. I'll, I wouldn't. I come to you and I speak to you with what I've experienced what I go through. The transformation journey is not just something that I'm saying that you'll experience. This is something I live through. I am no longer I was. I am I am. I am her. I am predestined. I am anointed. I showed up. I showed up and God showed out because there's... So Whew. God is saying... You're going to mess up what someone else is supposed to receive from me through you because you don't show up because you're worried about getting it right for you that you don't get it right for them. Oh, God, I hear you. You oh, you're going to mess up giving someone what they're supposed to receive through you because you're worried about what it is. God is saying, because guess what? If I would have gave it to you prematurely, if I would have gave it to you before you showed up, it wouldn't have made sense to you. So you wouldn't have done it. But when you just showed up and did it because you had nothing else to be in control of, you had nothing else to have your hand over. You couldn't pre-plan it. You couldn't change it. You couldn't rewrite it. But when you just showed up, you had to work with what I give you, what I gave you. And when you did that, even though it didn't make sense to you in the moment, the person that's supposed to receive it, the person that's supposed to see it, oh God, it, ooh. You didn't, you, ooh, Jesus. You didn't messed, you didn't messed up and stepped into my goodness. Because my goodness is not just about you, it's bigger. It's bigger. Someone is always being attached to your story. So, so girl, get up. My brother, get up. You are not broken. You are not stuck. You are not depleted and tired. You are enough. When you showed up, that was enough. Oh God, I need you to hear that. When you showed up, that was enough. It was more than enough. God is saying, you're so worried about all the other little factors. Showing up was enough. Because in due time, in due time, you showing up, you were, God, I am, I, I just finished reading Ruth. 
this, the book of Ruth in the Bible. And um, if you're familiar with the story, I'm not going to go too in depth, but if you're familiar with the story, you know that um, Ruth's um, husband had died and she became a widow and all that was left was her and her mother-in-law and her sister-in-law, if you will, because her husband's brother also passed. And so it was his wife left as well. And so um, the mother-in-law was going to go back to her hometown since her husband and her two sons had passed. And she told her two daughter-in-laws to go back to their households, to their families, so that they would, in hopes, be able to remarry again and um, find a husband that would find favor upon them. And so one of the daughter-in-laws chose to leave. She 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 listened to the mother-in-law and then Naomi. And then she, um, but Ruth, she chose to stay. And that's also a testament that, you know, sometimes people, every, everybody's journey is not the same as yours. Just because someone else got off on stop A doesn't mean you ain't supposed to get off on stop D. Like, you have to realize everybody's journey isn't yours. Even if that is someone that you've built relationship with, everyone's journey is not yours. And so to continue into the story, you know, Ruth and Naomi, they begin to go back to Naomi's, um, like, homeland, birthland, go back to um, the Bethlehem, Judah. I'm paraphrasing. Christians do not attack me. Um, so they go and, you know, Ruth was doing this to be, and my Bible begins to break down how Ruth was doing this to be a good friend. Like she was being a good friend. She did not desert Naomi in this time. You know, Naomi felt as though God had just, you know, forsaken her, had in all these things. And so Ruth went on with her, not seeking a reward, but she did it. And in the end, she was blessed. In the end, she ended up getting a husband, Boaz, and um, who found favor upon her and loved her. And she was able to conceive a son from this marriage. And so, you know, read the story, if you will, it's Ruth. But what I'm getting from that is just the aspect of Ruth just showed up. She showed up for Naomi. She went with her. She showed up to Bethlehem. She showed up, you know, and she got a husband. She got a baby from that. You know, Ruth showed up with no predetermined reward in mind, but just to show up. And God is saying, just show up. I will reward you. Show up. Show up not thinking about the reward, but show up in your genuineness. Show up as you. You are so tired and depleted because you are trying to show up as everything. You are trying to show up with everything. You're trying to show up for everyone. Just show up. It's like, get out of your head. Stop thinking about how to do it. Stop thinking about what goes into it and just do it. Be like Nike and just do it. Just do it. Just show up. But God is saying, show up. If you take nothing else from this episode, show up. Show up. Choose how you wait. Think, be intentional in your waiting. 
look at it and really think about how am I waiting? So show up, be intentional in how you wait and remember, 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 don't focus on I don't have enough because that turns into I am not enough. You are enough. You are enough. I want to end this off in prayer as well again. So if you could pray with me, Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this episode. God, I thank you for this moment, this moment of us showing up, God. I thank you for every young man and young woman who who did the first step in showing up. They showed up and they listened, God. I pray that whoever needed to receive something today, God, that they were able to receive it. I pray that not only did they receive it, God, but they really heard you, Father God. God, I pray that you, King of Universe, that you... Just touch their souls. Sit back, God. Allow them to wait differently, Father God. I pray that you touch every individual who listen. In the name of the Father, name of the Son, name of the Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys so much. Don't forget, walk in your destiny, walk in your purpose. Get up. It's time to flourish.